My guest today is Jamie Dill. She is one of the founders of Be Kind for Ollie. Jamie, it's so good to have you. Thank you. It's good to be speaking with you. Tell me a little bit about your story. Well, on July 9th, my family was getting ready to leave for vacation. So I normally take my youngest son to daycare. And this day we decided since I was uh, running around town doing errands, getting ready for our vacation, that my husband would take my youngest to daycare, uh, which is out of the ordinary. Usually I always took him, but um, it was on my husband's way to work. So I just decided that he could drop them off to daycare and go on to his office. Um, Unfortunately, my husband went on autopilot that day and went directly to his office and forgot to drop my son off, uh, my son Oliver off at daycare. He did not realize he did not, he didn't drop Oliver off at daycare until he went to pick up our son from the daycare on campus there. So um, he found our son in the back seat on July 9th and he did succumb to the hot car. So he did um, have a heat stroke in the car. That's that um, just set off a string of events and uh, we started Be Kind for Ollie in memory of our son Oliver. First of all, I'm so sorry. It must have been absolutely devastating. Yes, it it is. It still is devastating. Um, we try to help this never to happen again to any other families. That's one of the reasons we started Be Kind for Ollie. Uh, we don't want any other family to go through what we have gone through. Tell me about Be Kind for Ollie. Be Kind for Ollie is um, our nonprofit we started. Um, it's basically, we think of Ollie as the a beacon of gentleness. Um, he loved everyone he encountered. So our mission with Be Kind for Ollie project is to honor his life by serving children through education, health, and other human services, service initiatives. Um, we came up with Be Kind for Ollie because we wanted his spirit to endure through acts of kindness. So when a family goes through a tragedy such as ours, there can be negative comments from people that may not understand how it happens. And we just like to remind everyone just to be kind because no one knows what that family or person is going through behind closed doors. You see a person that's maybe having a bad day, um, just be kind to them. So that's why we have Be Kind for Ollie. We do lots of different um, different things for the community here. One of the um, programs that we started is we have three little lending libraries Two of them are in cemeteries because a lot of families that are grieving do not want to go anywhere in the public, per se. So they don't want to go to a library. They don't want to go to a bookstore. They, some people don't even want to go to a grocery store because it reminds them 
of things their loved one enjoyed when they passed. So we put these these lending libraries in the cemetery and we fill them with books about bereavement. So these books contain um, they contain information for children through adults. So we have picture books in there and we have books for adults on all different subjects of bereavement. So that's one of the big things that, one of the first things that we actually did um, were these little lending libraries. And then how are you helping to raise awareness about hot car deaths? So we thought that would be a good way to give back to the community that helped us so much, especially in the first few weeks of Ollie's death. And then how are you helping to raise awareness about hot car deaths? We do community events and we hand out information about Look Before You Lock programs. And we also do give preventative tips for any caregivers. So we want to remind any caregivers to make a habit of opening the back door every time they park to ensure no one is in the back seat. We also suggest that a caregiver put something in their back seat um, that they have to start their work day with. So that could be an ID badge, it could be your briefcase, a key to your office, whatever it is that you need to start your work day with, we suggest putting it in the back seat along with your child because unfortunately we do go on autopilot and sometimes we go straight to our office and unfortunately some people forget the child's in the back seat. So if we put those items in the back with the child, we get to our destination, we open up the back seat for the item and the child's there and we can make sure they're safe and take them to their daycare. Another preventative tip is to clearly announce and confirm who is getting each child out of the vehicle. Sometimes the miscommunication can lead to everyone thinking someone else has removed the child from the vehicle. And another way is to ask your child care provider to call you if your child hasn't arrived as scheduled. We've even done um, some of the festivals around town. So... That's what we like to communicate with with individuals. And I understand that car makers are planning rear seat alerts by 2025. Can you tell me more about that? Well, the rear the rear seat alerts, a lot of cars just have the notification on the dash that says check the back seat when you get the child when you get out of the car. Um, what we would like to do is have a detection and alert system. So what would happen is um, there would be a motion detection or radar in the car that if the car is turned off and it detects a child, it will send an alert to the owner's phone. It can possibly have the horn honk and the lights flash. And the system would cost less than $50 per car to have this detection. Um, But right now, um, the only alert they have is the check the back seat alert. There have been some cars that do 
that do have the detection um, voluntarily, they've decided that. But uh, most cars just have to have the um, the notification. Yeah, that sounds like a very reasonable thing, and especially circling back to child care providers, alerting the parent if the child hasn't arrived, unless you call them ahead of time and say, my child is sick today and he will not be in. But I think that's super important. Right. And I understand that there's always going to be circumstances that may arise, and sometimes the parent may forget to call the child care, say, my son's sick, he won't be in. And it's okay for the child care to call you and you just say, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to call. It's just a backup plan. I think everyone needs a backup plan. And um, just being open with your child care provider, you know, usually they they love your children just almost as much as you. So everyone wants to keep the children safe. And just have that discussion with the the provider. Well, I certainly appreciate your time. Is there anything else that you would like to share? The most important thing is don't think this can't happen to you. Because it could happen to anyone. It's happened to rocket scientists. It's happened to social workers. It's happened to professors. It's happened to stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home dads. Don't think this cannot happen to you and come up with a plan to prevent it. That's excellent advice. Do you have a website? We do not have a website at this time. We are working on one. We do have a Facebook page. It's Be Kind for Ollie. And uh, we post everything on there, including safety checklists and latest legislation all kinds of events that you may be interested in. So you can feel free to check it out on Facebook. Okay. How can we be praying for you? Pray that this doesn't happen to anyone else. Pray that legislation will pass for the alert detection and alert system. And just pray for kindness. Everyone to be kind to each other. Okay. Well, thank you so much again, Jamie Dill of Be Kind for Ollie. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you.